Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey guys, we are here for the adult version crossover of the Lizzie McGuire movie and Cabaret. Just kidding. We're going to be talking all about Younger, so stay tuned. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Oh, man. Oh. I was off on that one. <laughs> Hello, Younger fans. Thank you so much for tuning into our Younger After Show here at After Buzz TV. Tonight, we are going to be breaking down. What do we got? We got a lot of things tonight. Yes. Talking about Season 5, Episode 11, titled Fraudulent. We're going to be talking about Josh potentially being Maggie and Malky's baby daddy. Diana's killer moves and her killer voice and, like, what the heck. And also, Zane finally being the man we all have been waiting for. And by we, of course, I mean Kelsey. And Liza's big decision, which kind of leaves us very, very upset. I am your host, Sam Davidson. I have a full panel tonight. We are missing Alice. We'll see her next week. But of course, we have the lady to my left. Hello, everybody. Happy hump day. This is Sahai, and I love this episode. Can't wait to get into talking about it with you ladies. I know. And our special guest here this evening... Hi everyone, it's Veronica here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We're a very excited crowd about Younger here. Yeah, we are. We get into it. Yeah, we do. What's up, guys? I'm Taylor Gates. <laughs> Taylor Gates is just being cool tonight. She's like, yeah, we do. We're so excited. We do. We have fun <laughs> so here. excited about here. Younger tonight. <laughs> well, what were our overall thoughts about the episode this evening? The what do they call it? The pentupulate? Well, Penultimate. The quintuplets. <laughs> quintuplets. Yes, that. Too. That's what, that's what they call it. Um, I loved it. You know, seeing Diana just come out of her shell and let loose in Frankfurt, it was amazing. Liza made some big decisions. We got to see some romance between she and Charles, which I always love seeing. Zane again stepping up was great for me. So it gave me it gave me a lot of what I like, like some romance, some some you know strong women, female characters, and then some fun and feistiness uh, yeah i love it what about you veronica yeah things were definitely getting freaky in frankfurt if I <laughs> say myself. but no i i loved it i love that we do get to see zane be a nice supportive man with kelsey and then of course charles and liza i i loved it i i i think it's preparing me for what's to come yeah yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun, and I thought that we got, like, a lot of story. Like, I feel like a lot of things were really developed really far, which I feel like some weeks younger goes through periods where it's, like, more of a slower week, and I really don't think that's was this episode at all. No. I think that we really, from start to finish, moved fast. Um, And I got really sad at the end, guys. Like, I teared up a little bit. That, that Kelsey moment. and Liza yeah. scene yeah. crushed me. I know. Yeah. And Alice emailed us earlier today saying she couldn't be here and said, I almost cried at the end, or I teared up. 
And I was thinking as it's coming to the end, I was like, oh, God, about Kelsey and <laughs> Liza's so stupid. And then when Kelsey started crying, I started crying. But do you think Kelsey was just, like, still hungover, so her emotions oh, were on high? 100%. I think she would have, like... <laughs> She would have been a little less upset, yeah, but still upset regardless. Yeah, I think she would have been more angry at Liza as opposed to like so emotional. Uh, Liza was hardcore. She was like, "It's been a great run, but gotta go." I was like, "Dang, you are you tough?" I know. I, I feel like despite Kelsey's frustrations with Liza and having to keep her secret, not only about her age but with Charles and everything, she's definitely felt her frustrations, but. They're close, and it's like one of those things, knowing that she's going to possibly be gone definitely hit her, because she never thought that that would happen anytime soon. Yeah. Well, we have so much of that to get into, but of course before, we had the one, like, separated story, which is Maggie, Josh, and Malky. What what should we call their group name? Um, Jim. Jim. Jamalki. Yeah, it's a beautiful like name for a yeah. child. So it's a weird dinner party. <laughs> at Lor- you know, Lauren just went on a date with Malky, right? They met, yeah, and then they had that first dinner party that was weird. That's when uh, Maggie and Malky had their reunion and got back together, basically. So yeah. yeah. I mean, the problem is, like, we all love Malky, and they rushed back into this without addressing the issues they had before, which is they didn't want the same thing. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think about this dinner, the whole interaction? Taylor? I, I kind of, I felt like it was in character, like, it was definitely awkward, but the fact that Lauren, you know, still wants to have dinner with, like, both of her exes and Josh just makes so much sense to me, because she's all over the place. She can handle anything, I, I feel like. She's literally an alien. She's I love so her. fun. Like, she can really handle anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that I kind of saw this coming in ways. Like, Malky does definitely seem like the, you know, girl who kind of wants to settle down and have kids, and Maggie definitely does not seem like she there yet or might never be honestly I just don't think that she's that kind of person she's like the free-spirited artist I don't think she wants to be tied down so I kind of anticipated the conflict yeah as a woman in her 40s I think if she wanted to have kids she would have done it by now but it surprised me how kind of angry she was when Malky brought this up but in a very nonchalant way I thought Maggie would at least be like, oh, maybe I'll consider it. But she was, like, mad that she hadn't been notified of this in advance. Um, But if Josh wants to be my sperm donor, I'm willing to, you know, make that happen as well. Have sex with him. Me too. (laughs) I think it was definitely harder for Maggie, though, just because the way it was brought up made it sound like this is happening regardless of you. And they're together now, and so that would have to be a conversation. Even though it was brought up nonchalantly, it mm-hmm. would have to be a conversation that they would have to have, as opposed to Maki just kind of being like, this is going to happen. Yeah. Oh, and now I think about it, you know, she's like basically listening to her girlfriend say, hey, uh, I don't need you. Josh, come on in and give me this sperm here. So it definitely cuts her out of something that's, like, super important and that would affect their relationship in a big way. I mean, I think that they have been trying to make Josh's character fit in with the whole storyline ever since him and Liza haven't been together. And it's just, they've tried all these different things, and I'm like, dear God, we're going to try to have him be the baby daddy of, like, a lesbian (laughs) couple? Is that how we're going to make him stay? Because the show is not the same without Josh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Obviously. But if she's not going to be with him, then what is his purpose if he's not going to be with Kelsey or someone else that we know? Don't you dare say that. 
I no, mean, stop. Uh, Speak it into existence. No. Keep going. Sorry. Okay. Well, you know oh, what? I could definitely see where some of us stand right here <laughs> on this panel. <laughs> I, I think that he was into this idea. He's so impulsive. I could see him saying, you want to know what? You want it? I'm going to, I'll give it to you. Let's have a baby. Let's be this big, crazy, weird, modern family. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean crazy or weird in a negative way, two of my favorite words. <laughs> um, but, and he's also Nico, like super interesting dude in real life. So I don't know. I could just see this being a purpose for him on the show. It's kind of like art imitating life because I see like, I feel like in his real life he would do something like this also. Yeah. We'd love to know what you guys think. Uh, in the comments, tweet at us about this whole predicament because it would be a kind of big crazy turn that the show could take and I could totally see them pulling this crap on us. See, I kind of think the opposite. I think this is just a comical throwing it out there like, hey, Josh, come here. But I think ever since he did split from Liza, he the show has done a good job of organically fitting him in with the rest of this group. Yeah, they're, they've done their best. Yeah, because his whole new friendship with Lauren and, and Maggie, that's a whole new thing. Like know, the roommate. Yeah, the whole roommate <laughs> lifestyle. that We didn't see that before, but I, you know, anytime Josh is on the screen, I'm a happy camper. Yes. So I think it's organic. I just think he's had so much less screen time since they broke up that this would definitely give him a place to have a bigger sort of And story Maggie, line. too. Yeah, yeah, and even if they don't end up going through with it, even just the conversation and the build-up, I think it could be interesting. Yeah. And I think they might take it there. I was with you at first. I kind of thought, oh, I think it's just, you know, for laughs. But now that I think about it, I don't know. They might actually go a little you bit further. You mean you're going to agree with me, Sam. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Maybe this time. <laughs> well, you guys, we have so many other things going on at the network besides us just talking about on uh, Younger every week. And, of course, tell us about it. Hey, After Buzzers. So our network produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows. From dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more, there's no network that works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't because they're optional. And they're actually really helpful to, you know, yeah. keep up with your favorite shows. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did. So in the comments, we'll thank you on air. And for now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. And we have so many other shows we do. I just got out of a TV pilot review. We do something new every week. I know you guys all do a bunch of other yeah, shows. Yeah, Veronica was saying she's on like three other shows. Yeah. So it's fun, you guys. It'll be like your new Netflix. If you haven't (laughs) discovered the rest of us, then just keep on going through it. Well, I'm going to go into the next topic, just the Frankfurt Convention as a whole. Just breaking it down by what happens, uh, you know, sequentially. (laughs) That's a word. Okay. Yeah. So Cheryl Sussman is back, who blackmailed Liza. We're not really sure when. We remember back in the day. Mm -hmm. It becomes a haze with how many people have tried to blackmail yeah. her. Yeah, it's like if you can, can count them on one hand or more, <laughs> then it's something maybe is wrong with you that people are blackmailing you all the time, I'm just saying. So they go to the Frankfurt Convention, and Cheryl's going there. She has a thing with Diana from the past, which we'll get into, of course, the cabaret. But 
she does all these innuendos about yeah. Liza being old, and it's just this thing that's being thrown at Liza being old constantly. What did you guys think about Cheryl Sussman's return? I mean, I know that you know her as an actress. I think we all do, but we kind of always forget who she is. You know, I remember seeing her on a, a couple seasons back, but I was happy to see her return. She looks great. Cheryl Sussman is played by Martha Plimpton, who some of us may know from Goonies from back in the day. But this in this role, she's mean. She's, like, conniving and vindictive. And I just always hate to see when Liza's put in a predicament like this where somebody's, like laughing at her pain, basically. And Cheryl totally did that, especially by planting that woman in the audience of the um, the panel co- conversation. Um, I've read an article where someone was like, I'm not sure like what the con- if that woman was actually planted by Cheryl or not, but I think she totally was. I think yeah, she was in that I crew so, yeah. of women. So, yeah, Cheryl is definitely playing hardball. But she's sending mixed signals because one minute she's like, hey, you want a job? And then she's like also being mean to her. So it's kind of weird. Yeah, it, it was definitely weird. Did you guys enjoy her return as this possible villain, or were you annoyed? Honestly, I did enjoy her return, and when I saw her on the promo last week, I was like, okay, like I don't know why it's necessary to bring her back, but the fact that they tied her in so well with Diana is what made me like her, because <laughs> yeah. I always love it when like we bring out new sides of Diana, so I was, I was here for it because of that reason. Yeah. I definitely agree with Taylor. I loved her in regards to her relationship with Diana and that whole cabaret scene. In terms of Eliza, I was just... I found it kind of unnecessary, I guess. I don't know. I think Eliza is already facing so many other difficult decisions in her life right now. I'm just like, we don't need another person trying to blackmail her right now. Yeah, but it shall be her future, I suppose. Mm -hmm. I mean, we will see... But Charles, again, how uh, how many times has it been that he says the company is going to end? So uh, many. It's like 65 times. I mean, every week. It's like, dude, just maybe you need to get someone else to run the company with you. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he needs help. That's harsh. If every year he tells somebody, Liza, the company is going to end soon. We have three months left of just cash supply. What are... like? It's you're so mean. Like I'm laughing at it. He was very serious. He was he's hurt. He was torn. He's been serious like ten times. I was like sort of surprised that they were doing so poorly. Like I didn't realize that because we we had millennial doing so well. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I was like, we have Netflix deals with millennial. Like right, and hello sunshine with your spoon. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's the confusion is because millennial is doing so well, but just because it's an imprint, it can't support. All of empirical. But why? (laughs) Yeah, why not? Do better, Charles. Is that how you feel? Like, just just get it together. I mean, okay, I don't know what it's like to run a publishing company, okay? I'm sure it's very hard. But remember he said they took a huge hit with the loss of L.L. Moore. So. I, and I'm not going to say who this person was because I'm sure he's a lovely, he's a very famous producer, writer, and I did a red carpet recently, and he's in, in animation and... This man, like, you don't really know what he looks like. Mm-hmm. And on the carpet, I was just like, oh, my God, this is Edward L. Elmore. <laughs> like, I never imagined. And I'm sure, and I don't think he's creepy at all, but I, it was, he was Edward L. Elmore. Wow. And I was like, holy it cow, is that, scary. you know, I thought I could, I could take him. <laughs> I'm a good princess, Pam Pam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, you know, 
all of a sudden, Liza and Charles are acting as though they didn't break up last episode. Right. Very quickly. You know, I guess let's go back to high school. Be like, mm-hmm. you didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. But we did. So they are kind of at odds. And there's this book thing, this book fair that they're there for. Somehow, Millennial gets a bolt. There's never a two-book prize. Uh, there's never two books that are honored. And this year there is, and they're both Millennial books. What's the other book? I don't remember. It is. It's Jake's book. Yes. Oh, it's Jake's book? Yeah, yeah the capital, capital Letters. Letters. And then Pauline's Marriage I didn't Vacation. realize they released that already because yeah. I don't think they did. Did they? But they had them there. Chapters? Jake wasn't there. In, uh, no, but the books were there. Yeah, so. exactly. So they must have published the book. So he apparently. breaks up. Kelsey and he break Ooh, up. And, but Alice the book is in the gets... live chat. Who's in the live chat? Hey, Alice. Alice. I'm in the live chat. Oh, she wants to go back to Martha. Do you want to go back to Martha really fast? We're gonna... Or not Martha. Sorry, Cheryl. Oh, okay. Um, she said, what do you think she will do about seeing Liza leave Charles's room? Oh, we'll get there. Okay, we'll get we'll there. We'll get there, girl. Hold, Thanks, your, Alice. hold your horses, Alice. <laughs> hold your horses, Alice. <laughs> okay, so both of the books are being honored. It's a really, really big deal, especially after Charles says, "I'm, you know, we're sinking like the Titanic. <laughs> and uh, there's that entire thing where there's the planted woman. And this is when Eliza really starts to feel guilty about what she's doing to Kelsey, you know, who's aging by the minute. She's uh, also probably super pregnant at this point, Hilda. But she looks great. She does. Well, yeah. no, she looked tired and drunk. <laughs> but, like, great still. I know. Yes. I was like, oh, that's like, a cute, like, fair. bun. And your earrings are amazing. And Yeah, just... how do you still look on point even though you're drunk, hungover, exhausted? <laughs> it's what Hilda. It's just Hilda. That's, that's magic. what she does. <laughs> yeah, it's Hilda magic. <laughs> but so I'm realizing this now after talking to you guys because I did not think she was a plant. I thought, well, that's weird. But now I'm realizing, of course, because that's when Cheryl swoops in and says, do you want a job? You won't have to lie anymore. Mm-hmm. Pure manipulation 101. Oh, it was all part of her master plan. Yeah. Manipulate Liza, make her feel bad, put the pressure on, then offer her the job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got you, Diabolical. <laughs> Jesus, she's a sneaky snake. Yeah, well, yeah, but I feel like there's there's obviously no job. You no. don't think so? Or it's something like, oh, I guess we'll get into predictions, but there's okay. something going on <laughs> there, there. I feel like I feel like she, because we've known her to be this very diabolical, manipulative character, I don't think that job would come without a price. Yep. Right. But I still think there's a job. Yeah. We'll discuss. More blackmail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll discuss. So then, of course, Diana and Cheryl have some kind of past... And they do this cabaret performance that they once did in 1999. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. I mean, it was fun. This is a show where a lot of people have been on Broadway. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just nice to get those little points to show it off. What I loved about that scene also is, here it is, you have these women who are in their 40s, still like showing how vibrant they are, how they can sexy they can be, and how much fun that they can still have. Um, which I think is an important message. And to see, especially like Martha, like I said, is a Hollywood veteran. And um, so it was just great to see that. I would love like a Diana sideshow and just Diana, like in her past, doing all these fun things or like these new experiences that she's starting now in her life. A flashback episode of Diana. I would love it. A spinoff of Young Diana. (gasps) Yes. (laughs) Begging you, TV Wait, what do you want more? The younger musical that we discussed, possibly, or the Diana? Why can't I have it all (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's your world, Taylor. Before the episode, by the way, if uh, 
I know there's a younger podcast now that actually has the people on it, but that's fine. If you're listening, <laughs> we want a younger musical. And it, 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 I would love for it to star the stars, but it doesn't have to. And what was that song you felt like it should open with? Um, Liza in a character going, I'm 40. And, you know, that's it's like a very sad song. And it's like, but I'm 27. <laughs> and then it just ends and it's like, but I'm, you know. Wow, that's so then, yeah. that intense ballad that comes in the second act. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then it's like, oh, what are the lines on your face? And, you know, just just terrible. It's, I should make, uh, make the musical parody of that. I think be, so. It'd be I great. We should do it at the Fringe Festival or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, we need to go to Germany and do it, obviously. Yes. You know, I did have a romance with a gentleman from Frankfurt, so I'm familiar. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, on point. <laughs> Speaking of romance, we have Eliza and Charles together again. They just can't help but kiss each other okay. and... They make me all mushy inside. We were watching Wait. together. We were just like, <gasps> we just loved every moment of it. But I mean, it's Europe. It's romantic. I mean, it was bound to happen. How could it not like happen there? It happened so fast, though. Like they hardcore. Like she told him off in the last episode, Hello. and that, and then we had like no fallout from that, except for like the politeness at the beginning of this episode. But that was like barely anything. Charles is constantly luring her in, though. It's like the more she tells him no, it's like the more he wants her. I missed you. Typical you. man. Typical. Oh, never changes, guys. <laughs> Don't think. It's like, oh, at least when I'm old, I might not be as hot, but people will be smarter. It's not nope, true. Not at all. Mm-mm. <laughs> 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 These are so good tonight. <laughs> okay, so they hook up right away, and then she tells him about the new job opportunity. And he brings up this point, you know. I think that you're such a big part of Millennial, which is going to be carrying us. And she says, no, it's all Kelsey. It's not. And we all know that, right? right? Mm-hmm. I mean, she brought, Liza brought in the um, Hello Sunshine deal. You know, she put herself on a limb for the Edward L. L. Moore scandal just to help the company as a whole. She's always, like, doing things. She, you know, fell back with the whole Pauline situation and helped Pauline when she needed it. So she's done a lot for Millennial M and Pericle as a whole. Well, that's the thing, like, because Kelsey's sort of impulsive and Kelsey sort of has her ups and downs. And I think Liza's sort of her rock. Like, she's the person that kind of talks her down from the ledge and, like, helps her out when she is at her lowest point. And so, I mean, not just, like, Liza's great with ideas and stuff, but she is there for Kelsey emotionally, and I think it's going to be really, really hard for her without Liza there. But why do you think she would leave a company that she invested so much in and took this risk with? Do you think she's just, like, exhausted from having to lie so much, and she's just like, okay, I'm done with this? I think she's definitely exhausted from having to tell this lie, and not just having to tell it, but having the people closest to her having to keep this lie a secret from everyone. Mm -hmm. I think she's just exhausted. I think she's ready to just move on with her life. And at this point, she thinks she has the perfect dad. She's still able to work and is able to be more public about her life and live her truth. So she wants to sing the, I'm 40. She's like, I'm 40. She's going to just, and then instead of in the corner at the end, she's just going to be singing. I'm so sorry, you guys. I apologize. I wrote it back. you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that Liza, it just, they've been able to twist so many things. And this is a great story. And again, I think the end of the show will just be her making a story out of this story and profiting from it. 
But I've had that same thought. Yeah, I I think that's definitely how it's going to end. And I just don't want. Remember when she went to go work at the men's store and mm. Charles found her? I don't want that. I don't want that storyline again. I know it's going to be at a different publishing house, yeah. but I kind of see it as the same thing. It sucks here. Let's take you back. But as my partner and my wife, <laughs> or something. Yeah, I mean, Charles was so down for her to leave so they could be together. I was like, Charles, you have her throwing away her whole career for you. Like, I mean, yes, she's going to go to another company. This but is her fault. I know, but he's just, I don't know. Like, he was so mad for so long when he just found out that she was lying about her age. But now, as long as things are twisted to benefit him, he's happy. So I, I just don't like that part. He's had these feelings for so long. Okay, okay we we don't know, Veronica. Are you um, Team Charles or Team Josh? I'm Team Charles. That's right. That's why you're yes. sitting next to me. <laughs> yes. Taylor's face literally just lit up when you said that. Well, let's talk a little bit about Kelsey and Zane. Yeah. We have yes. uh, Charles Michael David. He is just, mm, I love him. <laughs> and he brought his A-game tonight. Mm-hmm. I He's protective of Kelsey. This is the real deal, I'm telling you. The Chads, the Thads, the... the- <laughs> The weird guy on the uh, train to that little island in New York that she just had sex with came back. You know, all all those dudes. You know, she thinks they're the one, but really it's the douchebag that she's able to turn into a nice guy, which is an odd message to send to girls like us. But um, it doesn't happen like that all the time. It doesn't. I think he challenges her, and I think she enjoys the challenge. Yeah, that political guy is just not... Jake is not the move, y'all. No. But the thing with Zane is that I'm still, like, in the back of my mind. I can I can forgive, but I can't forget how he started, their, their relationship started out. And he was so grimy towards her. And the fact that he had that in him, like, that was, uh, like... It just it just still doesn't sit well with me. Yes, I feel I saw the chivalry and I appreciated it. And you know he's handsome and they make a cute couple. And when he's charming, I love him. But he's playing with my emotions. Like it's an emotional roller coaster. I with think him. he's all in. I think now, he's ready. Yeah. yeah, I think at this point he has grown to really care for Kelsey, especially with her seeing her in another relationship and seeing how that affected him. He's ready. Well, that's messed up in its own right because I hate guys like that. You know, you can't just start loving a girl because they're with somebody else. But some men are wired badly and Mm -hmm. that's just what it takes, I suppose. As my mom says, you don't miss your water until your well runs dry. Oh, that's deep. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony is on the game tonight. I love it. Well, speaking of Kelsey, of course, we talk about this moment where they go down the stairs and Liza just, I don't, I I hated how Liza blamed essentially all of it on Kelsey. It's like, I'm hurting you. I'm hurting you. It's not about Kelsey. It's about her and Mm -hmm. it's about her relationship with Charles. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Well, okay. Oh. Do you really think that it's. Charles is her main incentive to get out. She wants to be with him, and she can't if they work together. But she said last week, or the week before, I forget, she was like, listen, if it's a choice between Kelsey and Charles, I'm always going to choose Kelsey. And I believed her when she said that. Mm. I did. I I think that her her girlfriends are at 
like at the center of her life. Like when it comes down to it, these two are the youngest at the table. We have some higher over here, and we're like, <laughs> like sorry, guys, not how life works, unfortunately. Well, the other thing is that when she was like, "I have an answer," I thought she had an answer to like save the whole company. Yeah, but she really just had an answer how to keep her relationship and how to just get out of lying every save day. Save her ass, right? I mean, Liza. and that's why she was Liza was really hardcore. She did not shed a tear. She just gave Kelsey like a you know, a mom hug and a pat on the back. And then she was like, okay, deuces, I'm out. I was like, like, I don't know. It's just, I I was surprised that I didn't see more emotion coming from her. Well, maybe that's her mom instinct. That her mom instinct is to be a strong rock for someone younger than her to come to. And maybe that was just her mom instinct kicking in. Like she has to be tough for Kelsey. But I still firmly believe that while Charles might be part of the lovely package with the bow tie <laughs> on top of everything, why she wants to leave, I, I honestly believe there's more to it. I think she's tired of lying. Yeah. Can I just... Okay. All right. So let's just do a little game and say that she goes to... What is it called? Um, the, the company. Let's see. It starts with a P, right? Plaza or something. Plaza. Plaza. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she becomes this amazing, huge publisher. Okay. And let's say Vanity Fair does a profile on mm. her. Who is Liza Miller? Oh, she started at Millennial. Huh. That's weird. All of a sudden now she's 43. <laughs> With a child at college. Yeah. Like, I. oh, and, you know, Cheryl's telling her, you can be you. You won't have to lie anymore. No one's going to forget all the great work that she's done mm-hmm. to get that job. It's a little stupid, don't you think? She is essentially kind of trapping herself because if she does go to this other place, she can't she can't be in Vanity Fair because then that will come out. Like yeah. if she's like real, you know, kind of stays under the radar and Like maybe whatever. goes to a publishing house in the UK. Yeah, or like just does, you know, just does some like, you know, light editing work. I don't know how polishing works, but if it's not like, you know, heading up an imprint with someone else, like if it's just being kind of one of the many, many people that she kind of gets lost in the shuffle, that's fine. She can be whoever, but if she does want to keep kind of like making this impact and being in the spotlight, I think you're right. I don't think she can be herself wherever she goes because then it will still fall back on everyone else. Yeah, I read an article where they were saying that um, the Plaza Publishing Company could possibly just be like, oh, we didn't know. But speaking of like possibly just like uh, blending in with everyone, we saw the way... Liza uh, asked Diana to get her those pens with like so she has felt the taste of fame she has felt the you know the how it feels to succeed and I don't think she can go back I don't think she's gonna go to Plaza and be an assistant I think she's gonna go to the if she if it goes through she's gonna want to kind of make a name for herself because she's already had a sweet felt the sweet taste of success I think it's safe to say that Liza is ready for a big crash to come her way. It's just a matter of where and when it's going to happen. And she's like, I don't want to be around the people I love when the plane comes crashing around (laughs) me. So you might as well take Cheryl Sussman down. Mm -hmm. Well, guys. Oh, sorry. What else? Oh, no. I'm going to save it for my predictions. I just had a thought. On that note, <laughs> don't forget, please, 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 rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, too. You can listen to this as a podcast as you're going to work. And we always love your feedback, and the five stars really, really help us out. So please do that and continue to do that. Our special segment is next, of course, of Youngerisms, which I'm hoping somebody wrote mine down, because I think you guys will know what it was, but I 
I didn't put it in this document. So I'm going to have someone else start. That's all right. I might just second one of you. And before we do that, I just want to give a shout out to all the people that um, wrote in last week. Carmela, Tia Diaz, Andrew McClenning, and Ashley Owens. Thank you for tuning in and commenting. We appreciate it. Of course. All right. Who wants to start? The younger is. I can do it. It we, might be yours. Is it the Diana one? Yeah. Yeah. Lovely language, German. It's like a thousand cats coughing. I love that. Too yeah. Good. I know someone would knew that. No, that was mine. <laughs> that was my. It's a classic. One. Like it's such a Diana line. <laughs> Oh, sorry. We we didn't tell you. Don't worry about it. We do this thing called Youngerisms, which is our favorite quote of the week. But we got you. We have some more. Yes, we have some extras. Um, you can read this one. Oh, Di- Diana, it's like buffalo with dumplings. Yes. <laughs> she always has great lines. I loved um, when Charles got emotional when Liza said that she would love to go to Paris. And he was like, I would love to take you there right now. Book a sleeper car and wake up in a different world. I miss you. Stop laughing. <laughs> Yes. Oh, that's the appropriate yeah. sounds like you were reading an erotic novel. I, I mean, that he was dramatic with it, but I loved it. Like when Charles gets emo, I love it. I really, I, I fall for it every time. Oh God, I know me too. <laughs> it's like he's time traveling. He's like, let me take you back to nineteen twenty-two <laughs> in the sleeper car. <laughs> in the sleeper car. Yeah, well, Liza does have travelers' checks just in case. That oh God, I thing. Oh, poor thing. Um, <laughs> let's see. There's one more that uh... Maggie says. Junkies, yes. Strollers, no. Oh, yeah, she was anti. <laughs> children in her neighborhood. Touche. So. Well, well, dinner was also meat, wine, and weed, which is pretty like, pretty Maggie. Kind of sounds like a. My dinners. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, we have some news and gas. So, as we mentioned, Cheryl Sussman is played by Martha Plimpton, and Martha Plimpton was a famous child actor, actress, actually, who dated River Phoenix back in the day. We have some photos of her when she was younger. Actually, when, haha, when she yes. was younger. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> but she, um, it was great to see her because she was in like Goonies. She was in movies like Running on Empty. And so in the 80s, if you remember Martha Plimpton, she was like a big deal. So to see her, look, we have some photos showing her and River back in the day. It was just amazing to see that she's still standing. She's still in the business and she can still, you know, bring it with the best of them. So I feel like she's on like an ABC comedy now, too. Is she on? She was on, I think, or something? Parenthood, I think. She oh, was no, on. Raising Hope? No, it was Raising Hope. Raising right. Hope. Yeah, I, I was like, I know what's comedy. Also, the Real Neils on NBC. Okay, that's what I was yes. canceled after two seasons. I'm still bitter about it. <laughs> see, see, we, she's still loved. So shout out to Martha Plimpton. It's great seeing you, and we, we love you here at AfterBuzz. And you. Anthony, you did. It's totally fine if we can't do it. But did you by chance get the link I sent to the shows, um, which is with Nico uh, for younger? So we could just show a little bit of this clip. He's at the VMAs with his wife, and he's dressed in a crazy ass outfit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you, Nico. But um, this interview is uh, kind of bizarre, but uh, very fun to watch. I still love him. <laughs> I, I, feel, I don't care. I feel like the VMAs. Is known for that. People going out there in very extreme, lavish outfits. 
Well, I he suppose. Was, he, he, he brought was it. a lot of comments on yeah, this one. If, he, if, he, if there was any place to wear this, this was it. But I also feel like Nico would wear it to the grocery store. Yeah, that's yeah. not true. And this, uh, the video that's going to come up is his wife, I think. They're married. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to speak exactly on what the relationship is. I, I believe it's, you know, very open. We'll just say that. So they are... are you know, cool, new age-ish couple. Let's just watch a little bit. and It's very fascinating. I know. Yeah, watch just that two of us. Yes, That's what you're going to do. <laughs> so what can we expect for the last two episodes? Yo, everything goes yeah. down in these last two episodes. Yes. We're going to see some, um, maybe some foreshadows of, yeah. of seasons to come. Are you hopeful for Josh and Liza? Or do you think yeah, that, of course. yeah? Yeah, but I don't think like in the traditional sense that Everyone thinks, like, Liza needs to settle down in any way, you know? I think Josh and Liza will be in each other's lives in one way or another forever. Yeah. Yeah. Team Josh! Oh. I'm so team Josh. This I'm is giving me all the feels. <laughs> when do you guys start shooting the next season? Or do you have, like, a break March. for a while? March. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. And they, we won't see anything until we show up for the first table read. Yeah. So are people going to be satisfied at the end of the season, or are they going to be left wanting a little bit more? You know, it's it's going to be split. It's going to be split. Yeah. I, I'm thinking that's a no. I, I'm thinking yeah. we're not going to be satisfied, you guys. I really am. Thank you so much for showing that, Anthony. I just want to say that watching that made me feel another uh, Josh haiku is coming on, so I'm going to prepare one for next week. Oh, thank so. you. Please do. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Please do. Well, of course, let's get into predictions for the season five finale mm-hmm. next week. And now, you're after Buzz TV. I know you're ready, Taylor. <laughs> you prepared? Sure. I can be. <laughs> you said you were like, I'm going to prepare. I, I did. I did prepare, but there's so many because so much happened yeah. in this God. one. All right. I really do think that something is sketchy about this job. I yep. think that something is... Majorly gonna go down with Cheryl because she did not all of a sudden just turn into this nice person. Like mm-hmm. she's a snake. Like mm-hmm. we all know she's a snake. Um, the fact that Nico said that this is gonna foreshadow future seasons makes me feel like maybe he actually will be a sperm donor. Oh. Are we talking about a younger spinoff with Nico, Maggie, and I um, what's her face, baby? That so hard. We just Love need a that. lot of spinoffs at <laughs> yeah. this point. Yes. I would watch all of them. <laughs> did you get the TV chills when I said that? Like a quarter. Okay. 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 Well, so that's I'll something. take that. Yeah, We're on to something. <laughs> what about you, Veronica? No, I definitely agree with Taylor. I think that something is shady about this job. No one comes in and just offers it. And I just, I, I think Eliza's going to get into a hoopla of trouble with it. And I have hopes for Charles and Liza because we've spent five seasons to get to this point. And I think we just need to stay here just for a little bit. A little bit. Okay, okay. Well, my prediction is that, one, maybe in this next episode, Diana will finally reveal that she's known the whole time about Liza. Yes. Number one. Number two, what if Liza's really being the, you know, thinking long-term, playing the long game, and taking the job to kind of do something to Cheryl, you see? So Cheryl thinks she's the one winning, but Liza's the one winning. So she's going to do, I feel like Liza's going to do something to Cheryl to finally, like, make her stop all the, the blackmail, and then she's actually going to go back. TV chills. Hardcore. Tuna. Okay. Right thank, here. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so I think that Liza is, and it might not be in the finale. It might be next season. Okay. 
that she gets in this position with the new company because she's not stupid enough to just go blindly right there and that she's gonna get the capital and come and save empirical <gasps> and millennia and millennium millennial <laughs> <laughs> and then you know she'll it, it won't be a problem her and charles will be partners then and she'll kind of come in with this capital and no one can question it I love this. I'm here for this. Yeah. Oh, it and probably won't go down that smoothly. Let's, let's I like be real here. I like where we're going here. Yeah. What if our girl comes back, the one that we like, the rocker lady? Maybe. Oh, yes. Yeah. She has a lot of money. Maybe she'll save the company. True. Dude, I, yes, because I did not like the other lady. The one that's trying to steal Quinn Tyler? Yes. yes. Oh, I like Quinn Tyler. She's pretty. She's a villain, too. <laughs> I like In another way. Yeah, I like her. Well, let us know what you guys think, because... This is going to be nuts next week. And it's going to be absolutely balls to the walls, younger nuts. And we cannot wait for me to get the TV chills about everything that you guys are saying and that we're saying. So thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you for joining yes, us, Veronica. Again, thank you for having me. This was so exciting. Of course. Starting with you, Tay-Tay. Where can everyone find you online? You guys can find me on Twitter at alphabet underscore and on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. I also host the Sacred Lies after show on Facebook Watch and Facebook Live. Live every Sunday at 6 o'clock. And you can catch me, Veronica Valencia, on Twitter and Instagram at it's me, Veronica underscore V. You can also catch me on the Attack on Titan after show on Sundays at 6 p.m. Pacific time, as well as the Outpost after show Tuesdays at 10 p.m. It's been so good to be back. You can catch me here next week. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at say hi, say hi. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43, Twitter and Instagram. I also do a TV pilot review right before this show. And uh, go to samdavidsonentertainment.com. We love, love, love hearing from you. Tweet at us. Let us know your predictions for next week because we can definitely talk about them live on the air. And we miss you, Alice, and we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.